Every man has to own a black suit. After you get a black suit, there's five suits you need to get. Black, navy, gray, brown, tan. You get those five suits, you get yourself two white shirts, get yourself two cream color shirts and two powder blue shirts. You can make 75 suits with those combinations because every last one of those pants go with every last one of those jackets. Every last one of the jackets goes to every last one of the pants. You cannot mess up. Hey, it's Sebs from the Fosu Theory. Please like, comment, subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. We appreciate the continued support. Now let's get into the show. Welcome back to the Fosu Theory. It's your boy Sebs. It's your boy Black Jesus. <laughs> what you laughing at, bro? <laughs> Big ass kid. Nah. <laughs> anyway, she's not a kid. Nah. She's a big ass kid too. No, she's not. She be like wearing anime clothes and shit, bro. She's a big That's ass. That's chilling. It's not. It's not. I'm really in anime. If I come in here with some anime shit, you're like, you're a fucking kid. Because you don't got no drip. My whole mind. She never was accused of having drip. Just, uh, mm, that's a good point. Just, they say she used to dress like a wrestler. So that's exactly. A good point. That's a great point. All these chicks dress like, like wrestlers nowadays, it seems like. I'm sorry? <laughs> you want to repeat that? Chicks be at Silk City dressed like the big show. <laughs> the body suits do be. Yeah. <laughs> they getting real like crafty with it though. They not. I, mean, they I hate are, them drums. Not a good crafty. It's not a. It's not like they'll wear a body suit with like some silver shiny boots. Like you know exactly what I'm talking about too. You're a woman hater. <laughs> He's a woman hater. Oh fuck, boy! You dress like your status. You're a woman hater. <laughs> You're a woman hater, man. Oh, bro. You said they just like the big show. At least I said Trish Status. You're a woman hater. Actually, did Trish Status die? Maybe. No. Oh, what the? F- one of them did die. Peace, get your man, bro. Recipe start. Get your man, bro. We might have to cut this episode short. Get your man, <laughs> I'm bro. A really big, I used to be a really big WWE fan. Not anymore. Not anymore. But how was your week, bro? How was your week? Let's just get it to my fault. I usually ask first, but... uh. No, we switching it up this week. My week was pretty good, man. Um... My week was fire, actually, in a dumpster storm kind of way. Okay. Like it was ass for real, for real. So which is it? Because it was ass. Fire. It was ass. Okay. It was Explain ass. This uh, a lot of contemplation. I get like this pre-birthday depression. I do too. I know exactly. What so you yeah, I'm, I'm like, damn, I'm getting kind of old, but I appreciate it at the same time. Um, I'm down seven pounds on my little workout journey. We really gotta get the applause, man. We really do. Yeah, I'm down seven pounds. Um, I'm up. So that's Six good. Yeah, you still not gonna be as swole as me. That's hate. But uh, yeah, so I bought some clothes yesterday. Because you built like your dad. Your dad built stocky. But <laughs> what would you buy? I'm stronger than Cuz. You know what I'm saying? It's like, no, I'm fucking. I'm, <laughs> I'm about to say, you gotta hope you don't listen to this. Hey, I'm not. No, he's definitely gonna listen to this in like four months. Yeah, that episode in April where you said you were stronger than me. Try to test that out. about that. No, I'm not. <laughs> definitely not, OG. But yeah, uh, I'm getting like this pre birthday depression. Birthday is, by the time the next episode comes out, my birthday already had passed. You'll be 45, right? I'm gonna be 48, actually. Damn. See, look at you. Um, yeah, so. <laughs> This nigga's a, like less than two years younger than me, but okay. No, bro. I'm 25. I'm only a quarter water. Oh, you acting like a lady. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, nigga said a quarter water. <laughs> but yeah, my, my, my week was kind of ass. Um, 
Got some bad news in my cybersecurity, you know, thing, but I got some good news on the finance side. Yeah, the no, but there's a kicker. I don't want to do finance no more. So, you know what yeah. I mean, I guess it's another bag. Can't get too bad. And at the same time, it's something you're good at. Yeah. I, I, one of my family members went down the wrong path. Man, shout out my cousin, Franklin Saint. That shit fucked up my week, honestly. Somebody made a good point. Um, I don't know. I mean, we want to spoil it anyway, how it ended. Press that 15 seconds ahead about 20 times yeah. if you want to listen to this He part. had an out. Like, he, he had, had a, multiple outs. Yeah, like, he he kind of blew it up instead of, like, because he had real estate. He had, a bunch, he had a jet. He had a bunch of shit that he could have sold and just lived on and still been. But I get it. Because $73 million back then was like, what, 200 million? million? Yeah, so 200 million. I might... Go ballistic too, but might. <laughs> but like he had it out. He had enough real estate. Seven three hundred. I'm. You know what I'm saying. Okay. I might track you down. <laughs> but he had like, for him to like, it just did to me. You didn't watch Game of Thrones. Nah. Um, so if you watch Game of Thrones, when it gets to the last few seasons, you can tell that the the writers or producers did not read the books. Okay. And I didn't read the Game of Thrones books until after I watched the show. Mm-hmm. And I start um, with TikTok. It's Game of Thrones TikTok. And all the people that really were in depth with reading TikTok, I can't wait to ban it from you. But yeah, this should really be like showing a lot of shit. Um, a lot of people that did read it were in depth readers. They were showing me shit in the storyline, all the lore, and it was like, damn, these niggas really stopped reading. So in the last season, they basically the main character. They basically just like killed her off with no explanation. Mm-hmm. Now it made sense in the theme of the show, but not the theme of the story. So like after season six, they started just filling that out. But the path of the book is completely different. So how I felt about Snowfall was that like the character of Franklin Saint wouldn't have done what he did. Like as far as like getting revenge and shit, cool. But like at the end, he would not have turned to alcoholism in my mind. Yeah, but the character of Franklin Saint developed throughout the entire show in a sense. Facts. I just felt like it was too fast. If that makes sense. Nah, you can get addicted to alcohol. Me personally. I had I got addicted to alcohol very fast in a sense. Now, now I was a full blown alcoholic, mm-hmm. but I would overdo it every time I drank alcohol because something else was bothering me. Okay, there was a void in my life, should I say, and I would just overdo alcohol. And if that shit turns, in, but I had other things to do. If you feel like you got no other obligations or no hope, your, your girl took your baby, she took your bread, your mom cooked you. On eight figures worth of bread way she back when. <laughs> your, your right hand man is like, yo, I'm not, like, he totally on. I need everything. That was crazy. Yeah, like, I gave you a half a million and then you come back, like, how much you got? Yeah, I, I need, got three million. And it's like, yo, you only got this bread because I'm not gonna ask for a handout, but everything you got, I need it. So, like, what is that then? I feel like it showed, throughout the show, it showed that he has an addictive personality. Okay. So it leads to this pattern of you're addicted to getting revenge, you're addicted to power, you're addicted to, to, to control, and you're addicted to money. And his addiction of money, it was all at different points. Um, addiction of power and shit like that happened even when the even when the, the infamous scene we talked about before, the brick yeah, by brick shit. That showed his addiction to power. But that was showed his leadership also. Yeah, I was about to say, I looked at it from a leadership aspect. But it's, it's a thing of, I can't let man boy win this no matter what, and you're fucking it up for me, and you're going to let him win. Yeah. So it's like, that is part of a, like, a, yeah, not an addiction, but a, 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 fiend, a fiending for power. Like, then you got the control thing where, like, 
he always wanted to keep, and it's like, it, it, rightfully so, he wanted to keep the aunt uh, Louis under him and Uncle Jerome, because nigga, it's my plug. I'm the one. Yeah, but I felt like the way I looked at it, like he set them all up. Like he gave yeah, them no everything doubt. they wanted. No doubt. So it's like, but I still gotta be the man. Everybody can't be LeBron. But I still gotta be the man. Like, okay, so look, when everybody ventured off on their own, they fucked some shit up. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like they they ventured off and did something good. They ventured off and did some bad shit. So it's like, but it's still a, a need for control for him though, because I, I feel like, like I, control, I control it the best. <laughs> if 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 all right, let's say it's, it's me, you, and Keith, right? And I set it up, and nothing goes wrong. And y'all go do some shit. I don't think that's like I gotta be in control, but like y'all fucking it up for all of us, so I have to be in control. But you got it takes some bumps to get to where you can stay in control. You could be in control. Period. Some some people have different bumps. But your bump is costing us money and lives. Nigga, you know how I many lives Franklin cost <laughs> niggas and much money? Like, he was drawing. Like, and then it's like a thing of you switch to the money. The whole the whole last season was like his addiction to money. Now, we all are slightly addicted. We all are slightly addicted. <laughs> Somebody just, you wake up tomorrow, all your money's gone. But you still got your assets. Now, if you look at it like I could flip my whole life and get fucked if this don't work on several different episodes... And it's like, yo, I still got this in the tuck, where it's like probably eight digits in money. Yeah. You got to take your, your L on the chair. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would have been like, look, I got all these properties and shit. Yeah. You like, got it, Teddy. You got it, bro. I, I mean, honestly, I see what you're saying on the addictive thing, because that technically was his out. Yes. Like, you could have just walked away from Yes. The That's what, that was his plan. I'm going to walk away from the game. But and he then, wanted his 73 million. But he wanted 73 million. He has addiction to money. Like, yo, how much is enough? And that's the whole thing of the drug dealer, the lesson, because you become addicted too. Like, just like uh, like people say, like the people that work, do all these hundred hours sometimes that, that work, COs. Yeah. You in jail too. Yeah. Like. Yeah. But I, I see what you mean by like the addiction to power because as a CEO, you have the power over all the images. Yeah. That's why you work these long hours and you hate your outside life. Yeah. But you, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I, I seen the play of you're addicted to power. Anytime it's a high stress situation, or shit get too tension wise, it get too crazy. What they do? They on, on the show. They go have a drink at Jerome's bar, mm. or Franklin go have a drink at the bar, and then it gets to the point where it's like, this the highest stress amount you ever had. Yeah, two hundred million disappear. Two hundred million disappear. You know you can't get it back no more. Yeah. You stuck. You chalk, bro. You you are done. Yeah. And it's like. I guess it. I guess it shows. This is why I don't like it. I'd rather them get smoked. <laughs> oh yeah, I like get smoked. I would rather. I, I I love the ending, but at the same time, it was a person that somebody has a personal. Like yo, I fuck with Franklin Saint as the character on the show. Yeah, it's like damn, bro. You, you related to it because it, it's like something you can relate to in real life. Like bro, when they I think we all seen him when he went like, to college, not that much money, but like when he went to college. And they was like, yeah, Franklin, this was pulled from you. Da, 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 this yeah. this grant can't be here no more. They did the same thing to me at Temple one time. Like, yeah, they treated me like peanut. Get the fuck from around here. You can't be around here no more. Like, they start dropping my classes and all that. Told me to skip fucking daddle. So I know that feeling of like, so first couple episodes, I know that feeling. Bro, I graduated three nine, had 17 something on my SAT. Had damn near, I had 700 on my fucking math part. Niggas start trying to flex. So it's like I had a seven hundred too, bro. It's like dog. I I like I did shit the right way. 
But everything don't work like that when yeah. you come from the hood, the hood and you're or just, just disenfranchised. Yeah, exactly. So because they taking it from you first. I know that feeling of the world starts to become like that 18 feeling or that grown up feeling when you hit the next level or whatever, when you graduate high school yeah. and you start to realize how how big the world really is. Mm-hmm. And it's like well, how big the world is, how small your microcosm of the world really was. Exactly. And it's like, oh, shit, like it's nothing nobody could do for me at this point yeah. as far as this situation goes. It's and a that, harsh reality. Yeah, know, and it's like Franklin stumbled upon selling, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like... He stumbled upon it and it took him places he would never... See. Yeah. It was like the, um, the episode in The Wire where Prop Joe finally took um, Marlo out the country mm-hmm. and he was like, y'all got my money in here? <laughs> hey, so, what did he say? Y'all got my money in here? Yeah. Y'all got like, my money in here? What did he say, Keith? Got my money? Yeah. <laughs> like, you walk into a bank tour, you got my money. It's because he just didn't have... He didn't even know what that was. Yeah. And it's just like, when you come from something with... But disenfranchised is the best word. Like, mm-hmm. no resources, no nothing. And you finally walk into this establishment. You're like, wait, y'all got my money? <laughs> you're like, sure. I worked my whole life for this. And it's... You got it? Like, I get that. Yeah, I, I, I like... That uh, John pulled a couple... Uh, Pull a couple tears from me. I ain't gonna bullshit you. Cried? you. Yeah, because uh, essentially that Leon and, and the Franklin thing is like, dog. That shit hurt when you're you you your dog, your don't, dog don't. It's like yo, the dog, nigga that changed your life. Yeah, the nigga that changed your life is not the same person in the yeah. sense, or it's like I share so many beautiful memories with you, and it's like you just. You don't even want like. Don't get me wrong. Leon offered him that nigga like an internship in a sense, yeah. but at the same like, time, he like, dog, I I pay the property taxes. I clean. He was like, what I said. He said I pay the property taxes. Clean this shit up myself. He like, nah. Like yeah. I'm cool. Like I'd rather be on the streets, bro. I don't want nothing to do with nothing from nobody from that life for real. And he was just looked at him like, yo, you my best friend. You the best friend I ever had, and I'm proud of you. I'm just like, damn, bro, like. That's a good joint. Like, this is a great fucking scene. Then they put the pride on at the end. And Damn is somebody, one of my favorite albums. So. Somebody said it could be a different song. I think no. So. The the pride is the whole re- scene, theme of the last. I liked it. People going to have a fucking... Things people hated it. Yeah, things. people hated... People was like, it's the worst thing. Franklin could have... And this was like, bro. The thing I hated the most was the sissy thing. I, that whole part of it, I didn't... I didn't... Like... I felt like she was being selfish. Yeah. I feel like it was just she. She heard Alton was dead for real, and, and he snapped. popped her and burnt his body or some shit. Somebody made I mean, popped him and burnt his body. He like, yeah, I'm out of here. If you like, her whole thing was, I'm trying to save my son, and then like, you shot. She was like, if he, if she didn't shoot him, there was three outcomes. He gets the money, he gets locked up, or Teddy kills him. Yeah, all of those are better than what happened to him. So like. You didn't do it for any of the reasons you said you did it. You did it for some misconstrued idea of revenge. And it was selfish. Do you think being dead, dying on top, quote unquote, is better than... Going to the bottom? Going to the bottom with a possible redemption? That's a good question. That's a very good question. I don't know if that's necessarily the worst thing that could have happened to him. I mean... That's a slow death if you stay there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, because there is a possibility of redemption, but he's because he is smart. He is smart. But it's like we know. I know when people who was smart and become alcoholics and drank their life away, and and didn't never saw redemption. So it's like 
the possibility of redemption is there, but do they ever see it? That's why you live. <laughs> yeah, because every day you wake up is a different chance, but it's just like that's why you live. But I think that's selfish though, because like that ignores. I think that ignores. I think she definitely son. is being selfish. It ignores your son's like her feelings were hurt. Yeah, because Franklin might want to die on top. I think also. To I think also once she peeped out selfish Franklin was, it was a fuck you too. Yeah, that's, that's how I, I felt about it. So it's like fuck you. Like fuck you, fuck you. You got my brother killed. Yeah. You like. I, 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 he did get him killed, right? <laughs> Louis a dickhead. That's where I was going. Louis a dickhead. All right, cool. I'm not the same. Yeah, okay. I, I love her in real life, but she's a dickhead. <laughs> yeah, her character was drawed him down that line. Yeah, yeah. So, like, if I'm you doing. don't take the plug from me on purpose, it's, since, it's just since the rise of power. Because remember, she gave him the the old Godfather two at the wedding when she kissed him on the lips. Yeah, that was a Godfather thing when she was like the kiss of death in the sense like you're chalked. I'm taking over. Yeah. And there's nothing he could do. There's no more persuasion. None and of that. That shit didn't work out. And that shit didn't work. And it's like, a lot of niggas and niggas like, yo, he hated his dad so much he would never become that. And a lot of people do that. It's a lot of young boys that grow up with no dad and I'll never do that and they become a deadbeat. don't understand. I think it's called self-fulfilling prophecies, right? Yeah. You are on a path and you don't even know it sometimes. You're subconsciously heading towards it and then you have this idea of yourself and you create a confirmation bias. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not like this. I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. I'm not like the person I don't want to be like. But in reality, when you step yeah, outside just like yourself, that nigga. just like that motherfucker. Like, it takes, we say it all the time, but you really got to look yourself in the mirror and see what you're doing and the path you're going down. Right. Because you'll fuck around it. I know plenty of niggas who say, I'm not going to be a deadbeat dad. I'm going to be the dad that I always wanted and then don't see their kids. Yeah. And it's like, but yo, I I picked her up from daycare once a week. Like, bro, your daughter don't know. Yeah, that ain't shit. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. but it's a self it's a confirmation bias. And hey, you see your kid, you, you bought her a dress or something. Yeah, you got something to post on Instagram, and you confirm your, to yourself like, I am different because I never had that. Right, bro. Instagram probably wasn't even out when you was born, so your dad might have bought you a fit or two. Right. So you are becoming exactly who you didn't want to be. Yeah. It, and that's, takes, it takes a lot. That's how it is, and it's like. I also felt what he said, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a sexy chocolate nigga like me. Can't keep a bitch. Funniest part of the fucking, uh, funniest part of the show. Yeah, so, so that, I want, before we touch on that, I want White to people see me, bro, they not like, yeah, he's one of us. They look at me like, he's fucking. <laughs> people were saying that, <laughs> you know what I mean? He's, instead of alcohol, he was on crack. And I think that scene that you're talking about where he said, like, a sexy chocolate nigga. No, like, I don't think he was going to crack. Yeah, I felt like he still saw himself as above that yeah. lifestyle. I'm going to just fuck with this. I'm going to fuck with this alcohol. I'm going to fuck with But that's that. I guess that can lead into, like, niggas really are feeling themselves. Like, you are fucked up, not you. And he, he talking, he talking, <laughs> talking about, about, like, I can't. He talking about, what's her name? Um, what's the girl name? Veronica? No, nigga. Veronique? No. no. Melody? Who are we talking about? Leon wife. Oh, he was. Um, what is her name? Damn, bro. What the fuck is her name? I meant- oh, somebody tweeted, uh, the, the moral that I see is no matter how, dead, yeah, <laughs> how bad somebody yeah. is, they always go, bro, we use that shit lowest. Wanda. Yeah. She done redeemed her whole life. You she in Africa now on vibes. <laughs> you talking about you, she smoked crack? She in Ghana chilling. That and you talking about her smoking, like, smoking bro, crack. Alcoholic now. She in Ghana living her best life. 
And her husband is a millionaire. Yeah. And you just You just on the street. You just out here. No companion. That's another confirmation bias. Like in his head, he's still above her because he ain't smoked crack. And her whole life turned around. Mm-hmm. That's that's crazy. But yeah, that's how Leon style. I know the connection there. He's still wild for marrying that crackhead. But um You don't know, real love, bro? I do, but I, I believe <laughs> I do. Not all though. I do believe in real love. Bro, bro. Bro, she was No no no. She was remember the scene? It was like she she like licked the alphabet and she was like she hum it now. Bro, that's crazy. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. What's wrong with you? I'm sorry, bro. If a group of niggas talk about, yeah, you know what she Yeah, yeah she I can't do it. I, it may seem insecure, it may be immature, I can't do it, bro. Yeah, you're immature. It's like, no, I'm fucking, I can't do it either. Especially <laughs> not crackhead. Yeah. You add the crack element to it. It, it you know what I mean? It, it, it makes things worse. <laughs> Relax. Relax. Um, yeah, how was your week, bro? Let's get out of there. Because what? Let's get out of here. How was your week? Um, it was bad, actually. Um, it ended good, though. It ended good. Um, but next week is probably going to be a lot harder. Why end good, bro? It was with my lady. Oh, all right. Yeah. She made, my, she made me smile. Go ahead, bro. Keep talking. Well, I know we can talk about that, but um, it's like next week's gonna be a lot harder. I gotta study for this next certificate to make this next jump in my career. Um, you are gonna be giving people needles? I'm sorry. You are gonna be giving people needles? No. You're giving out certificates for giving people needles now, bro. Oh yeah, that's a crazy thing. Um, people are jumping into careers and hustles. Like, bro, letting letting man man whiten your teeth is crazy. What if man man got the pearly whites, bro? Bro, your teeth gonna fall out your mouth. Your teeth are gonna fall out of your mouth. So I went to the dentist a couple weeks ago. I actually got an appointment tomorrow. Um, and they were talking about white at home whitening kits. Yeah. Like the little the shit where they got the put yeah, the, the shit you can just order on Amazon. They were saying how dangerous it is and like they're like it's not a selling point. The shit works. It whitens yeah. your teeth. They were saying if any of that chemical touches your gums. Your whole gum will blister up. They was like, we had so many people coming here, like with tears in their eyes because they couldn't stop it. And I was like, and then also the price, the the process of whitening your teeth hurts. Like after a while, you'll start to get zings on your teeth. And like, you never had your teeth like whitened at a on a dental level? No. When you, because you probably gonna do it in your life. Yeah, I'm about to get zoom whitening soon. That shit hurt. So like, you'll feel like this. How do I explain it? But the best way I, I can explain it is like you'll feel a zinging feeling. And it's like you're getting zapped on your teeth. And it hurts so fucking And there's nothing you can do about it for like a good five hours. And it'll just happen randomly. And your teeth will just zing and hurt. And it's like it's like you're chewing on a gate. But you're not chewing on nothing. Yo, Keith, get your man, bro. I'm being I'm being so serious, bro. It's like a it's, it really hurts. And then niggas be letting niggas do it in their backyard. Like, that shit's crazy. They're not doing it in the backyard, bro. They're doing it in the basement. Yeah. And niggas be getting braces in the hood. I'm not going to say that. I think that's the craziest my, thing. Two of my homies did that, and I was like, "You need to report them." And I had braces at the time. I was like, "Yo, these niggas are crazy." Bro, the, I don't think I, I came in the room. I was getting. She's like, "You want to?" Oh, you got it. I was like, "Yeah." I don't think niggas understand braces are an exact science, and you can't just have them wired anyway. Your teeth would be out here and out of your mouth. That's crazy. No, chill. I still got my teeth. <laughs> you didn't get them in the basement, bro. Uh, well, the basement is subjective. It is. So. <laughs> 
You know what I'm saying? You got, about, you got them from somebody with a with an actual degree and actual years of study. Did she have it, or she just was white? See, that's the thing, bro. Don't be brainwashed. Don't be dumb. Did she have that? Did she have that shit framed on her wall? I ain't look at that shit, bro. Oh, I saw the before and after. I said that shit look straight. <laughs> Let me see that. So you just be letting them work. So that's you. You letting them work because when I got braces, we all brainwashed. We indoctrinated. When I walked in, I said, "Let me see that fucking paper on the wall." <laughs> yeah, for Keys, sure. Get your man, bro. bro I, I need to see that. Let me see that paper on the wall. He went to one of the famous dentists in Philly. I mean, the orthodontist. Exactly, bro. In Philly, but and he needed to see the paper saw, on the wall. I still saw the paper on the wall, bro. I, I confirmed that he knew what he was talking about. Yeah. Yeah. This nigga Joey Jahad now. Yeah. But, yeah, man. It's, my, it's not my fault you let me and man play all with your teeth, bro. It's not. That wasn't me and man, bro. Who was it, dude? Lisa, Lisa. But listen, um, Essentially, shout out Snowfall, man. One of the better shows ever. It's not fucking with the wire. Y'all need to stop oh, saying that. Um, it's better than Power, though. And that's the big Come one. on, man. No, it's not. It's not. What are you talking about? They kidnapped. Never mind, bro. Never mind. Uh, did you see the fight last night? Yeah. Yeah. I thought it would have been way more competitive. Why? I just have this idea of people like boxing and taking their time and training that it'll be a look like I know niggas get knocked out in the first round, but it's normally because they like it'll be a competitive knockout. Like, somebody just catch you. He just got completely outclassed. Like he was, like he was. He swinging. got caught technically. That's yeah, so like the first, the second round. He was like swinging on tank. I'm like, why well, this might be a little competitive. That made me think like he might, nah. he might have something. Then he got dropped, and I was like, oh, this is just gonna be a drawn out. So fight this is the thing. <laughs> this is the thing about you got to look at the fathers of the. The boxing, in a sense, or the fathers of the trainers or the companies behind these boxers. You basically had Delahoya versus Floyd at that point, right? Floyd will let you do whatever you want the first two rounds. Third round, Floyd will get semi-serious, and then depends on which Floyd comes. Like, cause he had he, he had brittle hands after a while, yeah. so he couldn't really knock you out that much. So what happens is, I'm gonna just outclass you at the round three, and that's what. Well, that's what well, Tank got in around two, setting down his ass. Yeah. I ain't going to get back up. He got tired of, like, yo, this nigga keep turning his back to me. He keep, like, they was wrestling a little bit. Mm-hmm. So he like, yo, I'm going to just stop all that. You took my ponytail out. I'm about to beat you the fuck up. So You fucking with my hair, dude. Yeah. But I got to go to the club after this, man. <laughs> I got this set up. I'm getting my get bean. No, it really felt like that, though. Like, I'm about to get this bread, yeah. and I'm about to hit the club, and you fucking with all that right Yeah, there. so let me give a quick little uppercut, let you know. Shit ain't sweet. Sit down, and you may see Ryan be super aggressive the rest of the fight. He then the- he got aggressive again in the seventh round, and that shit got real. I literally blinked. Like, I, I swear to God, I'm like, the round about to be over. So I just looked down at my phone, blinked, looked back up, the fight was over. I was actually looking up stuff for the podcast at Mirror shout out Mirror, looking at the fight. And next thing I know, I saw the body shot. I said, ooh, that like hurt. And I saw him skin up his hands again. I'm like, oh, all right, cool. Next thing I know, Shit, I look bro. over. I'm like, what? is this a protest? Bro I, I, <laughs> bro, I looked over, and he was just jumping around the ring. I'm like, what happened? Yeah, he. I looked at Twitter, and he was like, yo, I'm like, what the fuck happened? All right, so I understand as a person, when I was very, very, yeah, at this point, very young, I used to box, in a sense, like for a little, it was nothing crazy. I wasn't a Golden Glove or anything like that. But at the same time, I know how a body shot feels. They don't fuck feel good. Fuck boxing. I, I used to getting, fight. Yeah, getting, getting a body shot, period, does not feel good. Getting punched in the stomach don't feel good. He got punched in the kidney. So, <laughs> I understand. For the liver. But at the epitome of prize fighting, like the peak of prize fighting, 
Taking a knee in the middle of the round is still crazy. So you think it would be better if he just got knocked out? For as the like he hit him as a as a patron as a customer yes yeah. as the product yes and now I feel like you feel like you just got it was caught. entertaining I feel like I got robbed of like a little bit more boxing yeah and it's like this fight was supposed to go on two three years ago this one yeah so it could have went the distance it was already the seventh round it couldn't have it but, couldn't have but in your mind like, as, like no I, I knew he was gonna get knocked out but I wanted. To, but he technically did he technically no it was like a voluntary it's knockout. It's a technical knockout. So it's like dog. That shit like that shit might as well count as a knockout because he went down. Like like Tank was like standing and he was just like Yeah, like a no 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 like, like I saw that on the like, block. Playing. I saw that on the block. <laughs> like yo, yo, yo. Oh alright. Like, <laughs> like you are not supposed to do that at the, the pinnacle of prize fighting. Like but I saw it at the fight. Except I don't know how I know this nigga, I don't know his name. Whatever, but boy has some big ass hands. Like the type of hands where like Hawaiian hands. Yeah, like he used to shake my hand, and that shit used to hit like your, the the forearm, like the like the middle of my forearm or like a third into my forearm. That was a mutant. Big ass hands, right? He's like, "Yo, what's up, bro?" He wasn't. He was a cool boy. He wasn't super hype. So I used to just be like, "Oh, how do I know this nigga?" Like in my head. But you know, I'm just like, "All right, cool." Like that's why I live yeah, in the north. I'm coming from the northeast. I'm Black not. Thing, like I just know you. Yeah, I just know you. So he always was cool with me. This one old head kept fucking with this girl, this teenage girl on the bus. Like, they, I don't think it was nothing sexual, but kept fucking with her. I'm on the bus. Oh, he keep fucking with her. Boy, out of nowhere, boy was kind of quiet, too. Outside of saying hi to me and, like, my mans and whatnot. Just on some cool shit. And he just walked over. He's like, yo, leave her alone. Old head, like, the fuck you going to do? So he's still sitting down. Boy, with these big ass hands, <laughs> socks, boy, you hear something pop. I'm thinking, I'm thinking he about to pull back his knuckle went. Yeah. No, boy just socked him, boom, and then was about to come over with the other jaw. Boy took a knee on the bus. Right. <laughs> he was in the chair. Yeah. He was like this and went on the ground and just grabbed his face like this. I don't think he ever got off the bus. <laughs> I'm just keeping the pain, bro. Definitely has some complications breathing on his nose. His nose had to because something yeah. popped, bro. That, that's got to be ass to get because you know this is not like a real bone in the yeah. sense. So it's, it's like, like cartilage or some shit. Yeah, this is cartilage. I don't know what fucking popped, but it's not gonna ever be the same. Like it never really heals. Yeah, you so, gotta get like surgery. You have to get surgery. You chalk, but yeah, that's what it reminded me of. It's like that's a bad. Joke. And it's like this is Septa. This is Vegas. <laughs> Y'all both. Got I didn't realize how. Big the fight was until like, I didn't know I didn't know like Mayweather and Golden Boy. Yeah, that's like I didn't know two of probably top five. And then when I was thinking about, it, I'm like, oh, this is a big ass fight. I'm seeing DraftKings on the ring. I'm like, yeah. oh, this is a big fight. Yeah. Then he took a knee. I'm like, oh, that's a bad. Yeah, I was supposed to be there. I'm a dickhead, but yeah, they had Mark Wahlberg in the, the crowd. Yeah, they had Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, they had everybody. That's a rich ass dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're not gonna catch Mark Wahlberg and Danny Walk. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you're not gonna catch him. Like, yeah, they said it was rumbling at the park. You're not yeah, catching him there. Not, not in them ESPN fights. No, yeah. might not catch him in the Barclays Center for a fight. Nothing. That's Ryan. I think really might have fucked up a real bag. Now he got a real bag last night, but at the same so time, not, it's like, bro, you might not get a chance like that again. Vegas. Like, if I'm a Vegas promoter, I, yo, get out of my town for like. I need to relax. <laughs> I need to calm down. You gotta go. Keith said he got built up and just go fight niggas in the hood. Yeah, like also from Snowfall. <laughs> like, uh, go to the gym on your block. Or go to the, go to Mexico, like, uh, what's his name was? And Creed. 
Adonis. Adonis is going to Mexico. Bro, you know I didn't watch Creed. Yeah, Adonis is going to Mexico. You know what's crazy? Creed came on the other day, and I was thinking about, like, I should watch this. They have something to talk about with subs. I turned that shit right off. For real? You ain't want to talk about nothing with me? <laughs> nah, Fuck you. I, I turned that shit off immediately. Fuck you, bro. <laughs> I saw Michael B. Jordan in the ring with... Uh, Andre Ward? No, Tessa Thompson? Is her name? Yeah. Yeah, I was like... No, you got to see the joint Andre Ward. Spoiler. I just were beat him the fuck up. Real that shit? shit was so, not real life, but uh, it was like part of the movie. Uh-huh. He thought he was hot shit because he's beating everybody's ass. Andre Ward took him, put him right to sleep. <laughs> took his car because they bet for his car. <laughs> he had this crazy ass Mustang. Took that jump. See, that's why I never got into boxing. Like boxing in the backyard or boxing my cousin shit. Cool, but like seeing once you once you see no 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 when they was like because you know how the power got leagues and shit. Yeah. He's like, yeah, you want to sign up for the league? No. What are you talking about? <laughs> Why don't you see somebody go to sleep involuntarily? You don't want to be a part of that. I'm going to keep it to me. anybody can get knocked out, bro. Once, it was a fight, and it was a bo- it was the same thing that happened in boxing. It's like a fake jab to the body, and then they jab you up top. Once I realized I wasn't equipped to, <laughs> to handle to that, handle that <laughs> I said, yeah, this shit is over. I could handle the hook because a lot of niggas throw, like, haymaker hooks. Yeah. I could see that four seconds they before. They throw wild. They throw wild and, like, but, all right, cool. What about this jab situation do I do? He like, keep your hands up. And it's like, no, but I'm dropping one hand to block the body. I'm posing, you know, like, yeah, keep your other hand up to block the face. And it's like, yeah, it's not, it's not blocking the way it's supposed to. It's just still he, hurt. He making my arm in my face. That hurts. Like, Stop punching yourself. Yeah, so it's like, you know what I mean? No, that used to be the worst shit as a kid. Yeah, uncle grabbed your hands and like, stop punching yourself. That's called abuse. Keith's get your man. That's abuse. <laughs> but that was probably the worst thing about being a kid, bro. Yeah. You start play fighting, they like, give me your hands and they start punching you. You can't do shit. Yeah, that's You're not five fighting. years old, niggas 20, grabbing your wrist and it's punching you, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's out of pocket. Um, what you want? In the, what are we getting into this week? I'm trying to think. Looking at the job. Um, oh, we was already talking about it. the hustle culture. Oh man, like, how do you feel about people? Don't get me wrong. A lot of most of us aren't going to find a quote unquote passion. No. Just realistically, we especially if you're disenfranchised already, you, you, you got to get on that track to go make some fucking money and get yourself a little bit more. Franchise man, <laughs> like the fuck do you, like you gotta go get yourself on the track to get your life together in a sense. So it's like uh some and it's, it's a lot of distractions out here. And I think the lower you are on the totem pole, the more susceptible you are to distractions. I think it's more distractions in your face, cause like when you're in the hood or you on the block or wherever you are, you may not like your surroundings. So you you in, in turn you find things to distract yourself and it might not always be the right thing. And I did, my thing with hustle culture is, I think it's becoming a thing where people think you're supposed to have a hustle. And it's just like, no, you're not really. Like, life's not supposed to be like that. You're supposed to. No, but it's not even just that. What about the people that are using nursing as a hustle? Yeah. Like, it's people that are really mean, <laughs> bad spirited, bad people. You're not supposed to have earnest on the block. And. <laughs> you're not supposed you're to You're going into healthcare. <laughs> like he's not supposed to be What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I remember like you know like when you were a young boy you go to the cook not even young boy, like high school, you go to like the big cookouts and shit. I didn't. Go ahead. Anyway, you go to the big hood cookouts, chicks would be out there, like CNAs would be out there with like with the vans that they not supposed to be and leaving them niggas in the car, bro. No, you bring up the see that's the bad ones. The good ones you bring them you bring earnest with the vibes. No, you don't, bro. What you do. You do not do that. that, that Why not? 
Because they supposed to be in that house. They supposed nah. to be taken care of. No, nigga. Nah. So you're supposed to just take them to the... No, sometimes you need to bring them around other people. No, I, we're not talking about like a family cookout. No, I know what you're talking about. They outside, nigga. <laughs> uh, Keys, they can, see, they can be outside, right? Nah, man. <laughs> Never mind, bro. All right, so if I took your... If I took your... Imaginary person who's... Mentally disabled or has healthcare problems, and I take him to the trenches. Like, if you got him rolling dice in the trenches, we got a fucking problem. <laughs> but I got if you was just like, yo, it's a little cookout, niggas wasn't filming, That's what break I'm saying, dancing, nothing like that. It's a little cookout. No, I'm saying, they not a little. The, it's the whole hood. I know, I'm just saying. But as long as nigga, niggas ain't bullying him or nothing, he's just interacting, cool and niggas don't have him like on take camera. My home, bro. Take my over the fuck home now. I'm calling the cops. As long as he's safe and having fun and nobody's like trying to like troll him, cool, bro. Fuck it. Cool with that? I'm cool with it. Like, I don't I think, think it's. Terrible. No, because they, they really, truly, as a person that worked with them for a couple years. My mom worked with She bring them to Christmas. They cool. They want. They want that, honestly. They, they don't tr- want to be at Connie Mac, bro. No, but they, they, they truly <laughs> want to do. They, they like. I'm, I'm trying to say this in the best way possible. They want to do what... They want the human interactions. Yeah, they want to do what normal people are doing. So it's like, yo, I'm, I'm happy I'm with my caregiver, who I... I, I most of the time, sometimes they fuck with him. I'm with my caregiver, and we on vibes. Like, that's what, like, that's what they feel like. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not going to say that. Bro, all right. If somebody... If my grandma was, like, super disabled, if somebody told my grandma to Connie Mac, I'm still getting you arrested immediately. I don't care. <laughs> That's crazy, bro. I disagree. I'm dead serious. I'm not even trolling. I disagree. I know you're being like it's like a, like like that might get him a couple of. I'm like cool. A, my like mom a, works with this disabled people, and she brings him to Christmas, Thanksgiving, and we be having a blast. And my mom took them to Connie Mac. I'm calling the cops on her immediately. <laughs> it depends on what's going on at Connie Mac. It's nothing good going on at Connie Mac, bro. It depends. I'm gonna give it a band. Like if your mom had him at the chosen league, that's chilling. <laughs> Why is he laughing? Bro, Keith's getting him, bro. Fuck, they can't go see the Chosen League? Yo, get him. Bro, bro I feel like that's completely inconsiderate. If they like, take him to the rump, cool. The rump, cool. No, it's not. That's cool. Technically. Bro. Like, that's the same crowd as the Chosen League. It's, it's just... more security. It's more secure. That's where mom... That's where mom... Bro, they changed the Chosen League. It's not, it's not outside no more. It's not outside? No, fuck oh, those right. attention no, that's no more. Weird. I, that's, See, I'm just thinking of like you just don't people. like being outside. I for them, <laughs> that's crazy, bro. Yeah, bro. Being um, secure and subjective. It is because you know why. Secure. You know what's really crazy? What? I feel very, very comfortable in the hood. Listen, versus I when I'm in like rural or suburban areas, I don't hear anything for like more oh, yeah, than like yeah, thirty I don't like seconds. This I'd be like, yo, too much, like, land, somebody's about to come land. from behind me with chloroform and I'm about to <laughs> wake up being tortured. I hate that. I, I feel jittery. I feel secure in the hood. Now, secure in my, my belongings might not feel secure. Because <laughs> <laughs> this might be breaking my shit. But you, I know not to leave my phone on top of my car for 30 right, seconds. But you feel like... I, me as a person, feel secure in the hood. I feel secure. You know what I'm saying? I, I can agree to that. I walk up to certain people or I see I know. Them, you staring at me from down the street, you're an older gentleman. What's up, OG? They Franklin Saint looked forward to that all week. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> this nigga know me. I don't know about no brick shoes so in 98 or 88. But what's up, OG? Disarm you. I haven't outside of a corporate space, I haven't in, inside of a corporate space, I have not mastered the art of disarming people of other colors. 
or suburban or rural people. Even the blacks out there, they look at me different. With your do-rags on and, you know what I mean? Like, I know they probably look at me like yeah. that. Like, yo, you why do you- You haven't disarmed them down to me. We're at Whole Foods, why do you have a do-rag? And it's like, technically, any loose hair, I just got a cut. Yeah. I can still have loose hairs on my head even after washing my hair. Right. I'm protecting yeah. all this food around here. I don't care about the loose hairs, but you do. So I don't, you know what I mean? But you looking at me like, Representing us wrong, brother. And it's like <laughs> you're too, you're too hypersensitive. Yeah, it's like you haven't worn sneakers on here. You're representing us wrong. You know what I mean? But that's 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 a different point. I just can't. I just so you saying keep Ernest out keep the cookouts? Me, not not out the cookouts. Just out the hood ones. It, it's, he What's wrong it. with that? Now niggas shooting. Bro, I'm gonna keep it to be in America. They can shoot anywhere. But it's more likely there. <laughs> Bro. Like it was a five year span. It wasn't a fifth time I went to shut up. It might be you. <laughs> <laughs> Thought about that. It might be my luck. It's be you. My fault. It's you, I'm bro. Staying, I'm staying. You're right. I'm just it might be you. I'm gonna stay in the crib. Hey, Thought about that. I did. <laughs> I just don't. It might be you. I just don't think that's cool, bro. And then um, on the flip side of that, when they like the nurse that got fired um, for, they was like, like reporting to each other and complaining about the people that were giving care to. And like this is a problem where like a woman was pregnant, right? And she lost her end up losing her child because she was complaining about pains. And the nurse was like, she keep hitting this fucking button, like lady. And then they told her it was nothing she could do for her child. But like if you had recognized when she was in pain and had some empathy, keep hitting this button is crazy. That's how they that's how they feel. Yeah, that's insane. And it's just like you're doing it out of like, oh, this is gonna get me a hundred and twenty thousand. Was she black? Was the lady that got fired black? It was a uh, white woman, um, Hispanic woman, and like three black women. It's crazy because black women, and this is sad to say, I'm not trying to turn it, because this, this is a good topic in my opinion. Well, it's also a serious topic, and I'm not trying to bid my way through it. Yeah. But, and I'm, I'm not trying to turn it into a serious hour either, but black women don't get treated well in healthcare, but they're more likely to die while giving birth. Mm-hmm. That has nothing to do, like, I don't want to hear about no high blood pressure, I don't hear about Bro, no diabetes, good- heart disease. Y'all don't listen to black women when it comes to pain. And you know, they did a study. You know why? Because because normally it's not black women or black men who become doctors. It's white men, mm-hmm. white women. So uh, the empathy Asian, might not be there. Not even that. Well, that's that. But the reason empathy is there is because they feel like black people can take more pain than the average person. Like, they are, that's what's inscribed, inscribed in their mind. And they're right. But that don't mean I, I need to. And they, are they right? Because as a human, we experience pain. Or like, if I shoot you in your chest, right? In your heart, you're gonna die. If I should order, nah, I'm gonna keep it real, bro. I'm built different. <laughs> keep trolling me. If I shoot any person of any color, don't do it. Just, don't test out the theory. <laughs> but I'm built different. You're gonna, you're gonna die, and it, it doesn't matter the skin, your, your skin color. It just you take, matter. bro. You take a lot, bro. Yeah, and mental and emotional anguish. Physical but as far pain, as physical pain, if I break your arm, it's the same as breaking anyone else's arm. It take a lot more to break my arm. It probably try it. Try it. I'm not gonna fuck with you. I'm not gonna come over with a hammer and I just come down on your form and it breaks. That's gonna be my big break. I'm gonna sue the shit out of you. (laughs) Anytime you get a tech promotion, we got a tech promotion. (laughs) Tripping. But that's how their that's how their minds are wired, and like not even how their minds are wired. It's how their minds are taught. Like somebody did a um, he created a um, a textbook where he gave put black babies in the textbook, Mm -hmm. and people were like upset about it. Because like they feel like their babies aren't black inside the womb, but it doesn't matter. It shows that black people are having babies and they're the same as other people. 
Mm-hmm. And when you don't show that, they feel like we aren't regular people. Right. Honestly, they feel like we're mutants or like animals or something, and they feel like we can take more pain than the other average person. And that's why they, when a black person's like, I'm in pain, it's like, are you just going to uh, Yeah, next time. Yeah, and then that leads to serious, like, as we can see, like a, a high rise in... This reminds me of, uh, it's not the same exact parallel, but Mark, you ever saw a rental that? Never saw a rental that. Rental that. Um, it's Martin's second stand-up job. Yes, I didn't but watch the whole thing. Yeah. He's talking about the time he went, uh, he had a stroke and went into like a coma in a sense. Yeah. And he was shitting he's on him. He's coming back and he was shitting on himself. He's like, but the nurse looked bad, so he didn't want to say nothing. <laughs> so he go talk about like, the nurse was bad, he didn't want to say nothing. But the first time, she's like, oh, Martin, don't worry about it. He's like, the second time, she's like, oh, not again, Mr. Lawrence. He's like around the third and the fourth time. She's like, all right, this don't make no fucking sense, Mr. Lawrence. Like, this don't make no fucking sense. You're a grown-ass man. keep shitting all over yourself like that. Like, this don't make no sense. We'll press, stop pressing that fucking button and learn. You go, come on now. Been in here for a month. Like, he's like, yo, he just, he just, like, he started to, like, come more to himself. And it's like, damn, I'm drawing. But when nah, you talk about pressing the button, it's like. No, nah, that's funny. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I wasn't shitting about myself. But remember, I was in the hospital all those years ago, and I was in there for like two weeks. The, the joint where uh, the Avengers came to visit you. Please leave me alone. But when I was in the hospital, and um, I had to pee in, the, uh, in his, uh, I forgot what it was called. But at the first, I put iced tea in. What, bro? It's like a plastic container, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like a junk. We put iced tea in. At first, I needed their help, and like, but like after the second time, it's like I am a grown ass man. You tell me I don't want to keep annoying. Yeah, like this lady, I keep coming in here, so I would like force myself up to pee. You strong as shit. At that point, I couldn't walk, so yeah, I was. Like I would sit on the side of the bed and pee because like you're not gonna keep coming in here and lifting me up. I'm a grown ass man. Yeah, but but I shouldn't have felt like that. <laughs> so, I feel you, it, but it it is like a it, it's a care industry, man. I feel like we got a lot of people just and it's like don't you can make a lot of money being a travel nurse, but if you don't give a fuck about people, don't do that shit, man. If you're a like, piece of shit, don't do that shit. I can't even say because I I had to get needles like six times a day, and this lady had to come in and like she was like I was like look, this vein hurt. I've been poking me in this spot. I'm not laughing at you. I'm not laughing at you. You are laughing. But I was like you've been poking me this hard. They tried this on. She was just like. Nah, <laughs> 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 but like I'm t- try this arm is hilarious. I'm like, oh, this shit hurts. She bro. told me I see that I see where I hit this other vein that using that joint like peaches, bro. Shit, oh, fucking bro. Uh, snowfall. They was they was giving me forty eight needles a day. Forty eight <laughs> needles a day, bro. They thought I uh, possibly because you know rabies is the deadliest disease in the world. They thought you had rabies. You didn't see this cut on my arm. Yeah. The scars and shit. So a cat had uh I was I'm a dickhead, watched too much TV as a child. Walking down the street and I was at my mom's father, rest in peace, my mom's father's house. Um that was the fun house. The the fun fucking house, bro. But nobody was there. So my uncle and all of them is out. They like my uncle twelve years older than me. So yeah, he like seventeen. He doing his own thing. I think it's like a Friday night or a Saturday night, but I'm outside alone essentially. I'm being watched technically by my war vet uncle, Vietnam war vet uncle. So you know, you want to talk about bringing Ernest to the cookout? <laughs> All the way, he is not there mentally. But he he not gonna do nothing to me. But he gonna protect me. So walking down the street, this is right by you know where Alan High School at, right? Mm-hmm. You know where the A plus at down the street, like uh, 
So you picture Arlington High School and see the autos on the cross street. Okay. You know the block, you know towards the boulevard, right? Yeah. Go away from the boulevard. It's a it's okay. Master Street right okay. there. It's A plus right there. My uncle, I mean my grandpa used to live basically on the block coming like between the A plus and Arlington High School. So I'm walking, he used to live like seven houses there. I'm telling my uncle, this is the fun house. I'm like, I'm about to go to the store. Bro, it's like nine o'clock. I should not be going to the store, store. By, by myself. But you know, it's the fun house. It's the fun house. Yeah. My grandpa not here tripping. Like, my grandpa would be like, what you want? Like, he used to call me Pop-Pop. He'd be like, what you want, Pop-Pop? Like, I get it for you. Oh, not Go ahead, bro. Like, he's from the <laughs> Vietnam War. Like, we're a grown-ass yeah, man. Like, war, yeah, like, and he, I'm, I was a smart kid, so they always be like, yeah, you know what you're doing anyway. Like, bro, I don't. Uh, like, I'm still like, no, I can just read. <laughs> you know I can read this by my name. Just because I sat from Aldehyde don't mean <laughs> I, I know what the fuck going on out here. But walking to the store, I see a straight cat. Um, I used to watch a lot of TV. The straight cat kept following me. I said, what's up, kitty? What's up, man? Like, what's going on with you? You chilling? I'm like, yo, kept following me, bro. Like, seven, eight hours. Like, it's a corner. I'm like, you want me to pick you up? Bro. <laughs> I turn around. Bro, what's wrong with your man, bro? I put my two arms down to pick him up, bro. And this nigga, I never, with that type of accuracy, I never saw a cat Dig his fucking teeth and nobody arm that fast. That shit was like, that shit turned into a fucking tiger. That shit's like, boom. Next thing I know, he clawed, look, right here. He clawed onto my arm, and then his teeth start gripping. Like, he got off of there, his teeth start gripping over here, and no scratches, but, bro, big-ass John. I didn't even make it to the store, bro. bro. Seven cribs back. This happened before you got to the store? Before I got to the store. He was following me, like, outside the crib to the store, so I'm like, all right, cool. Come back to the John. Shout out Uncle Tommy, man, because we used to draw Uncle Tommy. They used to draw Uncle Tommy. They used to, I'll tell you about that, how he had a prosthetic leg. They used to, they used to take his leg and run around the crib with it. Like, they used to be drawing. I didn't, this is before they did that. But shout out Uncle Tommy, bro. Shout out Uncle Tommy. That was so bad that his fucking kids, bro. No, they were, they were drawing. Like, my mom used to call me bad. I started going to rear. I'm like, I'm good at shit. What the fuck about? But I run back to the crib. Ah, oh, I'm crying. Bro, my shit leaking, leaking. Like, I'm, I don't, like, looking back on it, it's like, yo, I was losing a lot of blood. I go into the crib. You just getting woozy? Listen, I wasn't getting woozy. I was cool. My arm was fucking throbbing, but I was cool. That motherfucker jumped right off. Like, he just, like, boom, jump right off. He run somewhere, run in the alleyway. I'm like, I don't got nothing to do with that. <laughs> run back to the crib, bro. Can you take a while, guess what the first thing my uncle said when I got in the crib? What happened to you? No. Well, it wasn't what happened to you. Kind of. Okay. Think of another pathway, same same thing. Uh, he said, "What's wrong?" <laughs> I said, "Ah." He said, "You want some fried chicken?" <laughs> bro, what the fuck are you talking about, bro? Like, look at like in the moment. <laughs> I didn't. Fuck? I couldn't what really go. I couldn't <laughs> go through a "What the fuck are you talking about?" moment because my arm hurting. <laughs> but I got older, like a week older, <laughs> like a week. The next weekend, I was like, "What the fuck is Uncle Tommy talking about?" Like, what are you talking about, fried chicken? Like, what are you talking about, huh? Like, said, you want some fried chicken? I said, no, I want my mom. Like, <laughs> called my mom. And that was one of the first nights I peeped cops saying shit. My mom, I think, was driving us to the hospital. Driving me to the hospital with my pop. And she ran the stop sign in front of a cop. And, bro, I think the cop, where's my dad driving? I wonder we're driving, of course. I'm always with my parents, something goes wrong. And, bro, Bull gonna say, he out of pocket. Bull gonna say, what, he got shot? What, bro? Because he saw blood, bro. <clears throat> my uncle wrapped my arm up in so much paper towel, bro. 
That shit ain't make no sense, bro. <laughs> like I had like a half. A whole roll I had a roll on my arm, bro. Like for real, for real. My, my grandpa came home like ten minutes after it happened and all that. But yeah, he's like, "What he got shot?" My dad was like, "No, it's an emergency. Can we please take him to the hospital?" Bro, they still gave him the ticket for the stop sign. Should have said, "Yeah, he got shot." That's crazy. Either way, I got it. Probably like, what you shot him? Let me search the car. Like, bro. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you made crazy. me think of it with needles because I got there and it was like, he might have rabies. And I remember them, bro, it was like five different fucking needles going into me at once. And my dad had to like hold me down. Did you like, No, nigga, I'm a fucking child. It's five needles coming into me. Nobody looks forward to that. I was crying because my arm hurt. Yeah. And y'all talking about putting needles in my stomach or my back. What the fuck they got to do anything? <laughs> I thought they was putting them in your arm. No, they put them in my stomach or in my back, one of them. But I remember back down or chest down. I wasn't really. like. I used to be terrible. Not after, like, probably, like, when I learned what was going on. I just, like, my life began at, like, three for some reason. (laughs) Like, I just woke up at three. It was my third birthday, and I just started remembering everything ever since. You ever? So I don't know about you. You ever subscribe to the theory that, like, at five, you activate? No, I activated at three. But, like, you don't activate at birth. Like, your real life starts at, like, five. All right, so my real life started definitely before five because you see this shit right here where it's, like, a little mini ball spot? Yeah. I remember my cousin pushing me down the stairs for that joint when I was, like, probably one and a half, two. Everybody got dumb-ass stories as a kid. Yeah. So, yeah. He's probably jealous I had a, I had a dad. But that's a different story. Yeah, shit be crazy. That's, that's realistic. Yo, what? That's realistic. <laughs> That's realistic. But what do you want to get into, bro? What else you want to get into? I want to talk about how that was crazy as fuck to say. But <laughs> you gotta diagnose things as you get older. You know what you actually do, um, and I think that's something we could talk about. Like kids as- used to foul the shit out of me when we used to play two and two. My dad come outside like and just play with me. Kids used to like my dad wouldn't come and play at the like I live across the street from a school basically, Kenzie in Uptown. My dad used to take us to Roxborough, but he'd like take my friends. Niggas would start paying wild aggressive when we playing in front of my pop. But I was just cooking you when we was outside alone. So now you want my pop. Like you want like you you want a dad bad as shit. <laughs> Sorry. Not moving for cigarettes, moving for fathers. Yeah, like what's going on? So yeah, niggas is crazy, bro. But yeah, when you what, what you uh what you trying to get into, bro? He said we should stop saying like that. Yeah, he's looking at his crazy, but every five seconds looking at his crazy. I thought that was because I was saying some crazy shit, but no, you did, you really did. Um, but you make a good point about analyzing shit as you get older. Yeah. Um, because why did he ask for fried chicken, bro? Why I, I think say, that's just like a. I mean, I think it's a black people thing. Like it's a comfort food. But my arm hurt. But you're gonna feel comfortable with this fried chicken because there's plenty of Couldn't times. Because there's plenty of times where like. I don't know, I got a mark on the side of my temples where mm-hmm. I hit a dresser. And my grandma was like, you hungry? <laughs> well, she probably wanted to keep you up because you can't go to sleep. Right, and like, I'm going to catch the eye and say, you hungry, baby? <laughs> like, I'm hurting right now. And it's funny, it's times like, I, I remember a person I was from my ankle, my grandma was like, you want some ginger ale? Black people and ginger ale. (laughs) Like my fucking ankle fight is falling off. Ginger ale is essentially non-existent in in ginger. Ginger is essentially non-existent in ginger ale. That's just syrup. And black people, yo, yeah, ginger ale make me right. Yeah, you love ginger ale. I keep a case. This nigga is one of them black people. I don't drink soda, but but I drink ginger ale. All right, let's get this out of the way. Ginger ale is soda, bro. It's not soda, bro. We can rumble. We can move the chair. We do whatever you're trying to do. (laughs) It's not soda, bro. This nigga just tried to rumble, bro. (laughs) It's not soda, bro. 
You can't convince me it's soda because it's not soda. Last time I had a stomachache, what soda would you drink? I don't drink soda. Like, I don't get stomach aches. Drink ginger ale. I'm gonna keep it a bean, bro. Yeah. All those I don't get stomach aches. But you would drink ginger ale if it did. If my stomach hurts, like, I have to use the bathroom. I don't get a stomach ache like where it's like. You know, want to solve that though? Would they give you? No, nah, no. Nah, would they give you in the hospital? Ginger ale. They give you 500 calorie muffins in the hospital. <laughs> so they're trying to put you back in there. Like, yeah, you're going to go from the high blood pressure unit. To the diabetes unit, like very fast. They don't give a fuck. Like America is crazy. Um, yeah, but that's because nobody give a fuck. People probably you the the dietitians or diet diet the uh, nutritionists. Well, either one, guess. That works for the hospital probably just this a hustle. Fuck it. I mean, the whole thing about a hospital is tough. Yeah, exactly. Like, how many get you, we gonna once it became privatized, this, it was chunk. But like, how we gonna get you to come back? Exactly. We'll give you sugary ass muffins and some ginger ale, which isn't soda. Yeah. Um, but I want to talk about how, like, as you get older and you analyze things, like, sometimes you got to close the door on things. As far as trauma, um, you want to talk about it as in relationships. But as you get older and you experience things as a kid, like, as in, like, how can I say this without going off, going off, like, script? When you... We got a script? Not script, but you know what I mean, like, going off topic. I'm trying to be the hero. What? You're trying to be the hero? Yeah, bro, I'm trying to say the day in the script. Oh, all right, my fault. Um... Like if you if you experience something traumatic, like me being as a kid, I had a traumatic traumatic relationship with my father. And as I got older, I used to be angry about it. Mm-hmm. Now this is like it hurt me. It used to be like I want to beat this. You still be angry? But go ahead. Yeah, like, no, I get angry because he be touching me. I'm like, bro, not in that way. Like, here, like, like, hey, like, yo, I'm about to say, like, bro, we can boy, handle that. Like, Damn, young, you grown and shit. Like, young boy, like, like, bro, I will chop your arm off and shut the fuck up. No, I depressed. <laughs> yeah, bro. But I had to realize, like, at, like, 15, I was like, I got to close the door on that because, like, I'm walking around here, like, I want to kill this nigga, and it's like, I can't. So All jokes aside, like, I'm not even trying to bid. We could turn into a bit if you would like. I can't imagine life without my pop. Where do you go for... <laughs> where do you go for, like, male advice? Dave Chappelle. They're that serious at that point. I would really go to Dave Chappelle for advice. I watched Dave Chappelle season one, two, and all his skits probably a thousand times, bro. <laughs> That's ass. Yeah, it was terrible. Um, I didn't really have, like, I didn't really have, because my uncle was in jail. So, like, as far as, like, anything I got from men in my life was teachers. And I didn't have a, a black male teacher until the eighth grade. Um, I have one until... And then, like, I knew all the niggas in my neighborhood was nut-ass niggas. So it was like... I never had a black male teacher. It's hard to find one, bro. It's really hard to find them. I ain't gonna go do it. Because that's another selfless career, in a sense. And I'm not that... You're selfish. underpaid, you're underappreciated, and it's like... You're doing it for the love of the game. And also, I hate that feeling of goodbyes, like a permanent goodbye, sometimes, for a certain... I agree, teacher. Reached out to me to get done. I gotta actually message him back. You know what I'm saying? So... It, it, I don't know. Like, we had a Mr. Muhammad in my school. A lot of kids were fortunate to have him. He taught African-American history. I didn't, I, I wasn't, I didn't have him. They actually put him in, like, the normal African. I did the events. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy when you think about and, it, right? <laughs> yeah, and there was actually Mr. Walker, and it was a uh, white guy from Michigan. Ain't that insane? <laughs> yeah. How you going to teach me African-American history better than the black guy? Yeah, so. But as far as, like, growing up, like, I didn't have any male figures, like, at all. <laughs> Damn. 
so like developing it, it was really like TV, reading. I read a lot of books. Um, I was put in a lot of situations because I grew up in the hood. And it was just like, I saw how a lot of men handle situations. And I realized I didn't want to be like that because niggas in the hood handle everything with violence, aggression. And I realized like, that's not gonna get me nowhere, but in jail. Yeah. So I, as far, and then like, as far as the academic side, I was just smart. Mm-hmm. So I, I never really, like, thinking about it, like, the only father figure I had was my grandfather, but that's not my dad. And mm-hmm. he didn't really have too many in-depth conversations about being a man. So I never had anything. So, but I had to- Did you use your grandfather as an example of what to do, though? Like, as far as just by action? No. I did, uh, more about, like, how I wanted to treat people. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, by action. Like, but like yo, all right, if my, my grandfather take care of the- The way my grandparents treated- my dad is kind of a part of the reason he is the way he is. So he's coddled in a sense. Yeah, so I didn't want to be like that either. Did the good with your bad. Like, I, I personally have about, like, five major, major influences in my life as far as older men. Um, a few of them are gone, but I take, I take like, a, I like that, taking that. I might hate that about you, taking that. And it's like, whether it's enabling certain people, paying for certain things, you, I feel like you overextended yourself to pay for this or that. My pop, I talk about my pop every single episode. Yeah. I don't like every aspect about my pop. The same, and it's, it's crazy because I'm so much like my pop. A lot of the aspects I don't like about myself or I try to push away from myself, I got that from him. Yeah. And it's like, I, I like, it, it's like a thing of my temper. We got the same temper. You got a bad temper. Yeah, we have the same exact temper. And it's like, I hate that shit. Like, I really do hate my temper. Like, Whereas, like, I know, I know that shit is off-putting sometimes, but it's also, like, a, I love my passion. My passion is coincides with my temper, yeah. so it's, like... It's hard to... Turn it off. Yeah. But that's why I say you got to close the door on certain shit. Yeah, like, so... I feel like if you were able to close the door on... Like, I would never ever keep it in a real boys room moment. I know how to do that. Yeah. I know how to, like... No, fuck that, man, because of this PowerPoint, dude. I know how to... Yeah. Like, the Chappelle drone when he in the office. Because I'm not trying to... I'm not trying to be pumping no fucking gas, keep it real with you. Cold this shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For $4 an hour plus tips. So... Damn. Yeah, exactly. I, I told you, I've been thinking about pay wages and shit all week, so just hearing that fuck with me. Yeah, so... It's like a thing of that, like... Just... I like, like, my, grand, my grandfather, my dad's dad. My... Both grandfathers, my mom's dad, things I love, things I didn't like. Thank my dad's dad, things I love, things I didn't like. My first, like you see how like hardworking I am, and I'm not too busy to go. Even if like yo, guys, I want to stack up this extra four hundred, and I'll have a way to do my businesses. I go on Uber Eats, bro. When I was a young boy, my first situation of earning money outside of my my parents telling me to do something. My grandpa, my grandpa thought I was bullshit, bro. He said, yeah, wake up, be at your house at 5.30 or 6.30, whatever. I was up at 5. Up. Freddy. No, he came. He, 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 he said, I'm going to honk the horn twice. I give you one minute. You're not outside one minute in a month. I was to be up and out. And our first day, is oh, sh-. Like, he was, like, my, he was really, he was like, really vulgar. To have a kid that had that type of self-awareness, that's crazy. He's like, oh, yo, shit. Oh, you really, you really got up, pop up. Like, damn. Da, 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 da. But my own phone, but my own back to school sneaks, fifth grade, all that. And it's like, my first he kind of instilled dogs. that. <laughs> that's a good walking thing, man. Walking to babysit. See? Like, I didn't really have a chance to babysit. Yeah. So, 
as I got older, like he used to call it, he, my grandfather's from uh, Hurstboro, Alabama. He called it catching the mule. Like, you gotta go catch that mule. So it's like going to work. All these old ass sayings out here. So I always saw my grandpa was addicted. He was he was alcoholic. Keep it a bean. Love my grandfather to death. Like you know what I mean. Would put a bigger influence in my life. I take that as I can't go down the alcoholic route. You get what I'm saying? I can't you get too far. Example of what not to do. But I'm going to take this good from you too. Like, or, bro, no matter how drunk he got, you, he don't give a fuck. It's one in the morning. Fight, fight night. My grandpa loved boxing. Fight night might end at one in the morning. He's going to get a drink. No, fuck no, no. He might be drunk as shit. He's going to work. He's going to work at 5 30. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, because he, he used to do carpet. You know, it ain't no set hours yeah, on that. Yeah, you just hustling. <laughs> you just hustling. So it's like took that from him. It's like, but so it's like you you might subconsciously take something from your granddad, but it's also things where it's like I'm not gonna spoil nobody in my life because I feel like that's. I will say this like you mean because you're right. I did take the way he treats people from him yeah. and his sense of humor, um, but I did take some of the bad. And as you say that, like I can't tell my little sister nothing. Yeah, and he can't tell none of his daughters nothing. So no woman in my life. I really can't tell them no. That shit just, it, it, it won't come out. Like, my grandpa, my grandma and my little cousin called me one day. I was asleep. Like, hey, can you pick us up and drive to the King of Prussia? Now, do you really think I felt like driving to the King of Prussia? But you know what I did? I got up and drove to the King of Prussia. That shit took a whole hour and a half out of my day. But I did it anyway. Now, will I, will I ever learn to say no? Probably not. Yeah. But it's that's one. It depends on the no, too. Because it is like, yeah, hey, drivers are South Dakota. You like, all right. <laughs> Get the figure out some tickets. I'll give y'all two hundred dollars. Yeah, let y'all. So it's like a limit. Just know your limit before you go yeah. into it. But damn, I never, I never even thought of it from, from that perspective because I, I, I do have father arrogance. I, my pop always been there, even when he going through his old trials, trials and tribulations. My dad always been there. Yeah, like no matter what, and it's like a thing of. I never even to the point, and I was thinking about it, um, like just parents beefing and whatnot. Because I, you know, we. Beef with partners and girls and whatever, yeah. and it's, it's like, and it's like, at no point did my parents. They might not even be on at the moment. Like I never, my mom or dad never moved out. But I'm saying, like, you might not be fucking with this person today. But yo, it says his birthday. Yo, it says his this and that. But I'm a, you mean? Not like I don't think I ever saw my dad on a birthday. <laughs> that's your ass. <laughs> I, I, and then that's why I'm so thankful for my mom because I never felt any way about it. Like, it, it was never like I felt like I was lacking anything. So it was just like, I didn't realize until I saw my friends with fathers that I didn't have a dad. That makes sense. It was just, then it was just like, oh, I have to close the door on this to progress as a person. See, my pop, the thing is, my pop, oh, my pop has zero patience for dumb shit. That's where I get it from, too. My mom has zero patience for dumb shit. No. Bro, I'm, I'm not even, not being potty trained, but I'm like, two. I peed on the seat. <laughs> this nigga smacked me in the head. <laughs> my mom would do shit like that. <laughs> he told me, yeah. Bro, I don't know what this thing is. What the fuck are you talking about? Why you pee on the seat? I don't oh, no. know. <laughs> told me to pee. No, I, I just um, shot out. This, one, this is a little embarrassing. It took me a minute to figure out to tie my shoes. Like, like, like the year I was supposed to learn, it took like a, probably another six months to learn to tie my shoes. I must have been outside the head with a sneaker because I couldn't tie my shoes before. <laughs> I'm so serious. Why did it take you on the time? Because I just, like, 
Did you learn? Did you learn cross first, or did you learn Here, bunny ears? It's not. It's, I learned bunny ears. It's not. It's not the the task of tying a shoe. Simple things used to escape me. Like it can't be that simple. You rain man. My, my like all right. This is another embarrassing. I could spell round, mm-hmm. but I couldn't spell around. <laughs> like. I used to like so you know in like elementary school they take you out you gotta do the test yeah I could spell every word in the book but I would get to around and they'd be like they do so they do it like this round R O R U N D around I used to just look at them like the fuck is that <laughs> and then my mom was like my mom actually figured it's it out Twitter my mom actually figured it out for me she was like it's too simple for you so like really, yeah you really rain man really simple things my my mind skips over like there's no way. So when it came to time, my, so when it came to time my shoe, I would do it, and I'd be like, "That's not how you do it. There's no way that's how you do it." And then I would just get frustrated and not do it. And my mom hit me to respect him, so I hit with a new box. I feel that, bro. <laughs> Thinking back on it, I don't probably did the same thing. Why the fuck you get tired? I feel that, bro. But yeah, that's how. So that's I'm thankful for my mom because I never felt like that. I feel that, bro. I, f- I really feel that, bro. So when do you let's let's put a bow on this one? What do you what do, when when is what is your limit putting a bow on relationships or like just people or just any situation? Yeah, put like in a I go, I go case by case in a relationship. Once I feel like you're irredeemable, it's like it's not going over. Once I feel like it's dead, I'm cool. Like if I feel like you aren't progressing as a person and you're only holding me back and there's nothing I can like, I keep showing you A plus B mm-hmm. and you keep getting F and that's not the fucking answer what it might be too like, simple for him no 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 no, no. <laughs> <laughs> cause I'm, I'm de- I, I can understand I can respect that mm-hmm. I will hold your hand through the process my mom held my hand through time I should and once I figured it out she ended up if I, sh- if I see you get it right once and then you completely disregard it what you doing you you playing in my face. So once you start playing in my face, and I, I I'll close the door on that. And I feel like a lot of the times, as men or as people, you you you're scared of the the what ifs. Yeah. So and so I, people start bringing out phrases like the devil you know. Yeah. Is better than the devil. And it's like, I probably just don't fuck with devils. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like people will give you two options and try to act like those are the only two options. There, it's a whole other option. Yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's almost limitless. From, yeah. Like you can walk away. And like, I think Insecure is a very good show. Great show, amazing show, love the show. Now life ain't always Lawrence and Issa, yeah. but y'all can walk away, grow, and it's like, dog. <sighs> All right, I'm gonna I'm 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 have my bag. Sometimes your, your girl gotta leave you for get you to get your shit together. I agree. I'm gonna keep. I don't because I, I, I try not to ever get to that point. Yeah, for, you know what I'm saying. Like sometimes your girl really gotta leave you to be like, All right. I'm back at square. I'm by, you. You gotta deal with yourself. There ain't no distraction, yeah, guaranteed I feel, distraction. I feel like relationships and having a woman or just anything, having multiple women, having one woman, it spoils you. Yeah, bro, it spoils you to a sense. Like Lawrence on the like, I'd never be like, yeah, Issa was right, but like, dog, you on the couch for unemployed yeah, for years. You it on, was you. You it's on nut shit, yeah. bro. You and you got the potential to work in tech. Yeah, you just upset because your app didn't take off. Bro, if you don't get out of that fucking best buy, you go. What you do is you you network in a sense. You go get a job around people that communicate with people that do apps, yeah. and you pitch your app to them. Like, well, hey. he eventually did. 
Yeah. He did the right thing. And yo, I it's might. Like, why you wait to do it? But that's that's how that's how complacency is a hell of a thing, bro. Yeah. Like it's a hell of a thing. Like where it's like, and once your girl leaves, it can send you down a spiral of depression. And you know what I mean, you can go and go crazy, or you use that depression or that pain to lose seven pounds in a week. <laughs> you feel me? Like. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but that's why I said like I'm happy I learned how to shut the door on things because there were breakups in my life where, I, like, if I would have heard "End of the Road" by Boys and Men, oh, I don't listen to. <laughs> I don't listen to that type of shit. You listen to breakup songs? Like when you break up? I listen to breakup songs all the time, even when I'm happy. I listen to something that you, you so, forgot uh, weekly, but even you know what I mean, whatever. Like I never, I wouldn't wouldn't do that when the wound was still open. When the wound is open, but how do I like for me? I'm I, not listening to that like, shit. I, like now, as I've gotten older, like I haven't had like a breakup like this since I was like 13. Like after that, I figured it out. But like, I listen. Like if I was to go through one now, right? He said, "I don't leave." I mean, he said, "I don't never get left. I'm a leaver." Go ahead. Anyway, if I was to go through one now, how I, all my playlists got breakup songs on it? So like, I would like I can't get away with it. Right. Yeah, but like my most played song last year was Jesus. almost almost is never enough by Brandy. Like, oh, I played it 200 oh, times in a year. doesn't count. That's that joke. Almost doesn't count. Yeah, why I say yeah. I played it 200 times. I mean, it's the same thing. And I wasn't, ha- I wasn't sad or anything. But, <laughs> yeah, it's the thing of, like, sometimes your person got to leave. Not your person, because we got to stop that, too. But, you don't like that? I do. But <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have my person, so. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love Let's that Let's stop until I get my person. We can go right back on that. <laughs> but. Yeah, sometimes your girl do got to really leave you in order to, you know, for you to get your shit together. Or your your person got to leave you because it's like, all right, let me get that. Let me get that all together. And basically, hold on, what keys? You can say it. Nigga, you didn't text me anything. <laughs> Nigga! <laughs> but anyway, your person sometimes has to leave you and it can get to the point where it's like, use that shit as fuel, bro. Like, yo, if she left you because you can't communicate, you don't wash your ass right, you don't have a good job, but you have, you're not working towards a good job. She's just talking to you like that, uh, that, 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 that commercial. Which one? Oh, you're just I, sitting on the couch. You're lazy. Couch. You're not doing shit anyway. Look at you, looking at me like I'm the wrong person. I guess because like, I'm always an inspired person. I don't believe in that. Like, I'm my own motivation. It was never a breakup where I was like, oh, I get my shit together. Like, I don't know. I got this like, cause like the girl I'm being now, like this shit. <laughs> hey, yeah, Keith, let this nigga know. Go ahead. Every day, like I try to talk to her about like something I could do better if I'm doing something bad. Cause it's just like not even in, like, just to have an open line of communication. Let her know that we can always talk about whatever is going on, so that I never feel like. Or she never feels like there wasn't something that could have been discussed. But, all right, see, for me personally, communication was something I struggled with as an only child, in a sense. Like, yeah, I have a very good relationship with my parents, but that's closed off when I could want to close it off. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? I never went to my parents, like, let's talk. And they're like, yo, I'm going to keep it real. Get the fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, yo, sometimes I be thinking that in my head. Like, I don't feel like talking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's like tell your parents some shit sometimes. Like, so it's like they, sometimes they judge you. It's like, yeah, like I ain't really come here for all that. <laughs> but it's like a situation where it's like communication. If I didn't feel like communicating, I wasn't communicating, and that's not effective because uh, nobody wants to have hard talks, real. I do. Nobody like really. I enjoy. It. 
Nobody wants to have to have it. I'm a little sick of it. Yeah, you're right, man. So <laughs> it's like most people don't. I would say that most people don't want to have a hard time. Yeah. So they'll let it. I wouldn't slip. say I want to or want to. You know what I mean? Like healthy communication is good. Yeah. It's healthy, yeah. but at the same time, a lot of people don't like doing a lot of healthy shit. So it's like me. I didn't practice healthy communication. I used to ignore. I used to do all this and that. And it's like I had to get left to where it's like. Oh, the light bulb go off. I'm a dickhead. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's it's that, or it's like, oh, I wasn't being ambitious. Oh, I was looking at it as instead of them leaving you, do you think it would be effective if you were tested in the relationship instead of like just leaving? Don't test me. I agree. I hate that shit. (laughs) Do not test me. I actually, the girl day now, we was talking about it. I was like. I don't do that testing shit. Like, if you were to ever test me, don't test me. No matter how much, like, I'm a fail. I'm a fail on purpose. Yeah, I'm a fail, I'm a fail so. And I'm gonna act oblivious to it. Yeah. <laughs> don't test I'm me. Act completely because <laughs> I'm not a piece of paper. You could do a test like, tell me your favorite color, right? Let's say you just tell me your favorite color, right? Mm-hmm. And then you can't make it obvious though. You gotta be smooth with it. Like, if you want to, hey, what, what color should I get my nails? Let's say your favorite color is green, mm-hmm. not red, right? So, get green. She get. She's saying she gonna get. Uh, she's saying she at the nail salon. What color should I get my nails? Now, if I feel like it's a, like if I feel all the way like you blatantly trying to test me, I'm gonna be an asshole. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna say a color you told me you hate. <laughs> but if I feel like you being genuine, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna just send you a reminder. Green. And then put like comma your favorite nail color. Yeah. I mean your favorite color. Yeah, I don't think that's. I don't think that's a bad test. But that shows you paying attention. But. Yeah, what you think I should get? I'm thinking about getting my favorite color. You know what that is again? Yeah. Now you starting to. <laughs> like, it's not Matilda. You're not that that fucking principal. Leave me alone. Like that, that, I hate a test. I hate a formal test. I'm not in school. I'm not. You are not my teacher. If you want me to, if you want me to remember something, it's like you can do it in subtle ways and to uh, to aggressively or to openly test the person you're with. I feel like it's disrespectful. Like, yeah. It's like. I mean, these motherfuckers don't be paying attention, but still, they don't lead them. And that's, and that's another thing. So I, you know, you know, you know when somebody's not paying attention, so you don't have to test them. You know, deep down, when somebody don't fuck with you, for you, once you, the longer you ignore that, the worse the bed pulling you the band aid is going to be. You ever heard of the advice? Is if you got to ask, you already know. Yeah, I didn't subscribe to that until I was in this situation. So I, it's case by case for me. I I, I feel like if I got to ask, I know. No, because sometimes, sometimes, like, for example, for example, you got female friends, right? Sometimes it could be an example of they get a boyfriend and y'all still cool, y'all bidding and whatnot. And it's like, yo, this connection. And it's like, yo, did y'all have sex before? And it's like, no. And it's like, oh, I'm just asking. It's like, you don't already know. You might have felt like, yo, their connection is like people that had sex, but it's like, you might not have had sex. Okay. You get what I'm saying? It's like okay. sometimes you need, like, not you need, need. You need a real answer. It's like, yo, let me see how far. Your mind can be. Yeah, because you could, the way the mind is, bro, where they say, like, don't go looking for something because you're going to, anything you find, you're going to find what you're looking for. And it's not necessarily that this person is cheating, they're doing anything sneaky. Your mind can trick you yeah. into. It's like, you can call it your ego, but like, your ego really talks to you. And like, I didn't realize that until I was like 16. And then my ego start just like saying shit to me. Bro, you go on that girl phone. She and all she put was happy birthday. No, no, happy birthday, Leonard. You ever heard you ever see a girl say thanks to somebody? Yeah. That's just the same old fire, bro. When they say thanks with the name, no, 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 no no names. No names. Thanks, Leonard. No, just say thanks. Thanks with a heart or something. Just say thanks. We broke up. (laughs) Not my girl no more. 
Yeah, so, so, so yeah, I, I guess that's how I, I guess that's cool. See, me personally, I like, like you said, the plan in the face. Um, and honestly, just pressing my buttons. Yeah. Um, like, I let down that guard for you. Yeah. Like, it's like a thing, of, I don't let nobody in. So, I let you in. I let you in. And you infiltrated my, my faculty in a sense. Like, <laughs> Let down my guard, you meeting my, my different personalities. Yeah. And you tricking every one of us. All six of us. And yeah. you cool. <laughs> and then you pointing out one of us. And, and it's like, yeah, exactly. Like, come on, bro. Like, I, I told you I was an Adam Sandler fan. Nobody likes Adam Sandler movies. <laughs> <laughs> you get what I'm that, saying? That's another thing. When people break up, they gotta stop throwing their shit on, like, bro, shit. Don't do that. No, bro, we talked about it before. Like, what do you mean he liked to get drunk? And when he get drunk, he liked to twerk. What you mean? <laughs> That's your boyfriend of five years. You don't think you should have addressed that the first six months? Should, that shouldn't be your boyfriend. Yeah, like, yo, this was fun, but you keep shaking your ass every time. <laughs> you, you get three shots in you. Three like, margaritas and you on the table. Uh, you at Mad Max, my eye. Like, bro, <laughs> keep, that's not that's not what we're doing. I actually um, asked my lady, I was like, I forgot what it was. It wasn't shaking your ass. This is awkward, ain't it? Go ahead. <laughs> I was like, um, it was something funny. I was like, what if I did this? And she was like, then you wouldn't know me. I was like, all right, see, I respect your honesty. And it's just like, you have to be that honest with the person you're dating because if you're not, and you just start doing shit. Yeah, you can't just start doing shit. Yeah. You gotta, yeah. So it's like, um, so you're, but I'm, I'm gonna wrap it up with three. So the three main things that lets me know it's time to close it. Playing in my face, pressing my buttons. I guess that could kind of go on the same thing in a sense. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, to press my buttons, it's like, Lack of communication. Like, if I ask for clarity, it's not something like if you know, if you think you know or whatever, you got to ask, you already know the answer. But it's like a, hey, what's this about? And you kind of give me one extreme or the other. Your fucking answer is three scrolls of messages. Yeah. Like that Drewski message yeah, and that yeah. job. She was, she was like, um, my friend here, he, yeah. he said that long ass message. Yeah, like. In the club. In the club is crazy. He looking from across the club. <laughs> ah, that's one of his funnier skits. But it's top ten. If you gotta send me a long ass message to explain something very simple, like who you went to the club with. Yeah, I actually had a situation like that. Then I, I don't fuck with you. Or if you like, I'm going to the club, boy, bye. And it's like now you're leaving it. Now you're being dismissive. Yeah, I feel like you're being. You know what I'm saying? You're trying to leave. Just give it me a yes or no answer. Like yo, you, who you going to club with? I need to know the name. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, like, and if your girl or whoever you're dealing with start using, don't use the name. My friend. My cousin. That's a red flag. Immediately. My cousin. You said all your cousins died in the house fire. I know every fire. single one of your cousins. You said I they all died in the house fire. <laughs> Wait. You what? said you ain't had no cousins. <laughs> you said you ain't had no cousins. That's you told me. So. What cousin is this? What cousin is this? No, they found her in the ashes. <laughs> and I resuscitated her and she alive. That's no. That's my best friend. Uh, yeah, we didn't know for seven years. I need to see her. Nah, I just remember having a situation where my ex was like downtown at Sips. And one of our friends called me, and she down here in niggas' faces. And I was like, what? So I called her, like, so and so said you down here in niggas' faces. And it was just like this long winded answer. So I just was like, yeah, you lying. And I left it at that. And she pops up in my crib and like trying to snap on me. I just shut it down, like, how you look right now? It all hit her at one moment. Like I look like a liar. Yeah. <laughs> like oh, I, I'm. I am look. I do look retarded. Yeah. Like, 
Sorry, I do look dumb. That was crazy. <laughs> Especially did, coming from Rain Man. Yeah, I did just drive up here, yell on your block, yell in your house, and all you did was ask me, was I talking about it? Which was a yes or no answer. And it's just like. Man, she was in that nigga face, you hear me? Yeah, that's what I said. I said, so she was in his face. <laughs> yeah, but. Uh, oh, and testing me. Once you keep testing me, especially after the girlfriend, because I already explained, uh, first date, second date, I don't like tests. <laughs> I don't like tests. I don't do like assessments doing to get jobs. <laughs> you aren't paying me. Love you to death, maybe, but you aren't paying me. So once you start doing that, I'm not fucking with you. So yeah, it's time to close the door. Or it's like, a, I'm not very expressive on things. So it's like playing in my face too. I'm not very expressive on things. So if I warn you about certain things, like I, this is like requirements and you don't meet majority are requirements. You, are you open to, because you aren't expressive about things, are you open? Never open. All right, but my fault. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm saying I'm strict. Are you strict open? around here, right, Keith? What are they talking about? I'm not saying are you open Do to Do I adjust it on how much I like you? Yes. Okay. That's what I was asking. No doubt. I'm never going back on the red apple. I don't know how much I like you. <laughs> this nigga's an asshole. But yeah, that, 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 that shit, that shit. But that testing shit, I can't do it. Did you see... I guess this is coincide with tweet of the week. And we probably gonna get out of here, but did you see the Gilly tweet? Yeah. Um, basically, he gave his wife... Dumbest shit ever. Go ahead, cuz. <laughs> he went on a date with his wife and then asked, could she pay for it? And she paid for it, and then he dropped off some money for her, like, just because you held me down. Little did he know she was in that group, she was like, this nigga broke his fuck problem. Yeah, she like, shout out to and Gil. Like, you know what I mean? Whatever. Y'all got the 20, 24 years, whatever. That's y'all. Yeah. That can't be a blanket for everybody. Can't be a blanket statement. Because it's a I lot of girls who have done that on dates, and the second they left the date, they was calling the group just like, Girl, could you see what this nigga made me do? I don't never want to see him again. Now, you may get back on her good graces about dropping that money off, but that wasn't a test of her. You just created a fallacy in your head. And also, it could create something that doesn't need to be. Yeah, like, I think it was, the numbers the numbers was 150 to 400. Like, he gave her 400. Yeah. And she might look at you like a trick. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, it, 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 it's just not that you simple. something that didn't need to be there. It's not that simple. That's another big problem we have. And I really I don't fuck with tests. Like, so, <laughs> see what I mean? Like, my great-grandfather, he used to have a test. But it was, like, a good test in the sense of it's a totally different generation. Yeah. Like, he used to drop money around women. I think that's kind of drawn, no matter the generation. He used to drop money around <laughs> I think women. that's drawn, no matter And women. if they picked that shit up, you was a thief. What and I figured out the thief. No, 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 no. They, you know, yeah. pick it up and pocket it. Yeah. And he figured it out. He had to figure out his, because somebody, I think it started with somebody was stealing like his suit jackets or some shit. And yeah, he's still in his suit jackets. He had more than five suits. Still in his suit jackets. And basically, I think he used the dropping money to see to see which one which woman had bad integrity. Yeah. And then he found out like which one was. I just one think it's was. a better way to do it. No doubt. But that's very that nigga short, is that's a, short, sweet to the point. He's a generation from slavery. So. Yeah, like yeah. it's a totally different tactic going on here. Yeah. So, you know. Damn, it's really crazy how time we're not that far. Well, yeah, we definitely not that far. I'm saying, but like less than 130 years, you want to be truthful because who the fuck told niggas you was free? There ain't no Instagram. You can't go on the ground. <laughs> Freedom Day, like. So <laughs> it's up to your owner, technically. No, it was. That's why a lot of people stayed in slavery. Exactly. Um, but it's just crazy how fast. Like even from 20 years ago. And like dating 20 years ago is completely different. Dating five years ago is completely different than what it is now. 
But it's just like a test like that then probably wouldn't work now. Um, I think a lot of more people would be like, that you drop to me. It's, it's a lot. Like it's twenty dollars, or like if, if you drop a thousand dollars, I think everybody take. You it. drop a couple blue hundreds. I think everybody take. It. I don't think it's too cool. That's going. I'm gonna give you money, bro. Yeah, I'm gonna give you your money, bro. But like a girl, you I don't know about keys. Yeah, we robbing keys. But it's just, I, it's just it's just always interesting to me that how fast things change over small periods of time, and then if you. Go back 20 years, like, dating from 1980 to 2000. Totally different. Yeah, yeah, yeah it probably totally. didn't change but, as much as it did from 2000 to 2020. It's just, shit like that. Was but like, the Gilly John, because I saw people like, yeah, this is how you really get them. And I was like, bro, this is kind of terrible. That's just amazing. And some boy was just like, no, this is the best way. And I'm like, no, the fuck is not. Like, what are you talking about? You like, what, girls, girls will pay. Like, I understand there's a lot of women, or y'all say on, on Instagrams and Twitters and Facebooks and shit, these women don't want to pay for nothing. Duh, duh, duh. There's a lot of date women that they like you. They don't want to pay for your stuff. One, yeah, one. <laughs> date women that like you. That's first and foremost. That's like, right. even if they don't like you yet, they're attracted to you. So they feel like an affinity towards you, period. You know what? You Not know, infinity, you know, affinity. You know what it is, though? Um, that I, like, I start putting the numbers together in my head because numbers can't lie. Right. A lot of men don't talk to women. They don't actually get or talk to the women they yeah. claim to get. So yeah, that's that's the truth. When they when they see other men doing something to get women, they fulfill that prophecy and is hit in their heads like, oh, this is how it's done, bro. And it's just like that's not real life, dog. You you a lot of women will pay for shit, bro, if they like you or whatever, and truly not a motherfucker will like you and not have your back. Yeah. A lot of women don't value money. So it's like, oh, all right, cool. That's just 150 for that. I'm going to get him later. I'm going to ask for the shake and take, take and steak 48 next weekend. And I'm going to get that's how I'm going to get my 150 back. But that don't mean that shit in a vacuum she had your back in the situation. She got y'all unbeknownst to her, you had the money on you, but she got y'all out the restaurant without having to wash having to wash dishes. Great. In that vacuum. Outside of that, she might not give a fuck about you. She might kiss you after she just, you know what I mean, was with somebody yesterday or kissed this nigga that might have herpes three hours earlier. That don't mean she really have your back. I'm Why just saying. Me? No, I'm saying, I said three hours, like I was saying, like, in retrospect, yeah. like, it could be three hours earlier. Like, they don't, that don't really mean she care about you. Like, so I, I just feel like the test is, like, overrated. I feel like, from Gilly's perspective, that's his job. That was his, that was his prophecy. And, and that, that's his prophecy, or that's his situation. Like, certain tests work on certain people. It's like, that don't work on everybody. It's a lot of women out here that will pay for shit that like, don't give a I fuck about I you. The other day is like, you don't know what's going on in somebody else's head. Yeah. So stop trying to act like you do. Yeah, because it's like, it could be like, yo, I do not feel like washing dishes today. Let me pay for this shit, and this nigga is a broke nigga, and I'm on, I'm taxing him next time. We had Joe's crash shit. We, that shit's disgusting, by the way. We had Joe's crash shit. Terrible. I was hyped to go there one time. Spent ninety dollars and ate like two. First bites. time I went, I was like, "It's gonna be lit." That shit was fucking disgusting. So, you, you know what I mean? She might be like, "All right, this date was one fifty. I paid." Oh my, yo, I'm asking this nigga to take me on a helicopter ride and stake forty eight next time. You know what I'm saying? And I'm asking for a bag. Do she care about you really? And she know you work at you know I mean, as an Amazon delivery driver. Do she? Does she really care about you? I'm not like no, shaming not, niggas. No, it's just it's like not the shame. It's it, like like she don't care. Like you know what I mean? She's asking for something that your lifestyle does not support. She don't give a fuck if you gotta wait two checks to save that up. But she care about you, right? I actually saw this TikTok. This lady was like, um, 
basically what she was saying, but she was she was doing it in a negative way. Like basically she was like, I just bought some Hermes slides to kick around with. That's 360. Mm-hmm. A nigga that dropped Amazon can't even afford that. You're not even rich enough to have this conversation. It was like, we gotta stop equating conversations to money mm-hmm. or equating the value of each other to money. Cause it just falls. We need to go back to equating uh, knowledge, education, and experience to conversations. Yeah. Because by education, what do you mean? Like school wise or like just. Just ed- education. Um, your experience becomes your education. That's it's what tacit knowledge. You have the thing called tacit knowledge and explicit knowledge. I think explicit knowledge is you going through something, tacit knowledge is you reading about someone else's experience or whatever. Yeah. So you might have tacit knowledge. In the sense of you read the, the chemical book, and then you have the explicit person. Is, really you gotta think way. about it. He's the one that got the theory, maybe with before the books were made. Yeah. So it's like he was just trying out shit and discovered something. But he, who knows more about it? Some it depends. Like he could, I could probably tell you more facts about it. But this person actually can show you how to do it. Yeah. So it's like, I feel like both people should be in that conversation. But it's people that just it's people who watch somebody else talk about reading it. And then watch the YouTube video of somebody doing it, and it's like, they're just talking about that. And it's like, you have no experience yourself, or either, no educate. you haven't done the education. Do your Googles, nigga. I, to, I knew you were saying? saying do your fucking you Googles, nigga. Do your knowledge. Do, your no- do the knowledge, nigga. Jordan had baldies because of us. Fragile Star belongs in the Negro Hall of Fame. I'm not gonna bullshit you. Off of that, and do your Googles, nigga. <laughs> no bullshit. You ever think about, like, just like niggas like Fragile Star who, like, have changed the culture. Like, that's a staple. That's a staple. Do the Googles and do the knowledge now. Because the bull was really arguing with him as the interview. Yeah. That's <laughs> hilarious. Because he's like, what? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like, bro, why are you talking, talking about? <laughs> he probably was like, yo, Vlad, I'm going to beat you the fuck up. <laughs> but, yeah, man, like, it's a lot of bullshit out here, bro. It's a lot of bullshit. I hate being tested. I think the Gilly test was dumb. Shout out Gilly. There's no beef or whatever. And I don't want this nigga Gilly Hogan screaming right. at me. <laughs> Niggas, I checked your gram. You ain't got no bitches. Right. Like, no, nah, don't, please don't do that to us. Like, come on. You know what I mean? Shout out Humming Toot. I hope they last forever. Shout I be, out Black Love. When they, yeah, shout out Black Love, um, Interracial Love. Two is not all black. I'm trolling. So, yeah, so, like, even when they post up the dancing shit, I think that's funny. When they be on vacation shit and she got him dancing. Oh, no, I love, the, I love it's to see, the bit. Uh, I love to see black men. And I think she got his back. Yeah, I, I just love to see black men express themselves. No matter how goofy. No, because, I mean, if he disses, that's going to be him expressing himself. I'm cool with that. Right. You know what I'm saying? But anyway. <laughs> bro, we're going to blow up, so I don't yeah, care. I'm very okay with it. I'm like, hey, can we interview, bro? <laughs> yeah, I, I just hate when um, people get aggressive over everything. That's Philly, bro. Yeah. We're it's very audacious. Really just talking about that. Like, it's just, it's a sickness. And I love to see, I, 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 so girls will say we're sassy, but to me, it's just niggas understanding the emotional spectrum at the other end. Mm-hmm. And they're learning to how to express it. A lot of niggas is sassy, but like they learning to express themselves, and I'm happy about that. Yeah, I feel like they just try. Sometimes it just be like rebuttals, some, though. Some shit you gotta lead to the bitches. Yeah, like <laughs> we don't leave nothing to them. Like all, just, no, no. all right, real quick before we get out of here, bro. We don't leave anything to the women no more. Bro. Please leave astrology to women, bro. We don't leave anything <laughs> to the women. 
<laughs> but he shook his head. I told him to leave astrology to the women. He told him, no. <laughs> bro, we don't leave anything to the women, bro. From first, all right, cool. Messenger bags, that's a European man thing, right? Then that's how fashion is. It goes from, yeah, whatever. It like goes from place to place. So I understand that, but like niggas have openly called them purses. Yeah, I got a glass of purse. We still, we still, that's a fire. Job. It's a banger. You know what I'm saying? That's a banger. Um, but I'm never wearing a purse though. We, we, we have stole purses from women. We have stole, even with me with the clear nail polish, we have stole getting our nails done all the time. And I think men should, because y'all niggas be kind of dirty out here. Y'all should get y'all nails done. I don't get the polish. But no, nah, niggas get colored polish now. Niggas are really getting colored polish and shoot the shit out you. See what I'm saying? That's what they consider masculine. I ain't gonna lie. If I get shot by a nigga with them, I'm gonna be bad. What was that life insurance payout? Shout out, moms. Um, what else? What else is stole from the women? The Oh, the, the, the hoochie daddy shorts. Short shorts with your knee off so you can show your knees and legs off. If you don't got no leg tats, you should be doing that. That's insane. Even if you do, to purposely wear shorts to show your legs off is kind of crazy to me. If you got leg tats, I understand it. I wouldn't do it. This nigga want a leg tat. I do want. I'm gonna lay sleep. Um, what else? All these tattoos I got, bro. We 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 still a lot of shit for women, man. Let them have it. Like let them have it, man. Like they gonna tell you it's a spectrum. Uh, put a dress on. Bro. I'm gonna stay out of that, John. Put a put a dress on. The only spectrum I know about is the old Phil, uh, Sixer Stadium. So I don't know what you're talking about, but yeah, and and autistic people. I don't know about the other spectrum, but yeah. So yeah, leave leave certain shit to the women. I remember having a conversation with a girl, two women actually, and um, she was like, she was, <laughs> they were, she was talking about astrology, and mm-hmm. the nigga just ran off everything about it, and she was immediately turned off, and it was just like. I, I, I damn her like you should have left that to the to the bitches. She was like, yes, because that was so. We don't leave nothing to them, bro. <laughs> that's that's we we want to be women, bro. And I uh, I'm just saying the general. Yes. We in the sassy nigga apocalypse, as they would say. So yeah, we gotta leave that shit alone. Sassy weird nigga apocalypse. That's another juicy skit that's hilarious. He was like uh, misunderstood with all the poses. Yeah, niggas love that. That gotta stop. So yeah, a lot of shit gotta stop. But leave shit to the women. Um, it's a lot coming soon, but a lot, a lot. Um, photo shoot, it's gonna be fire. I'm, that's, that's the only hit they get. They yeah. clap. Um, pause. Um, <laughs> that was crazy. Um, yo, oh lord, uh, you got any songs, songs of the week? I do, I do, I do. For my little sister, blow my phone up probably out of here. Um, get it together by 702. Um, love Bob, by love to the, love to the world, um, and back to the start by Nico Barron. I don't think I'm saying his name right. Baron Barron. Nico. Yeah. <laughs> Those two songs. And Jordan Smith dropped dropped the banger with Try Me, but I'm leaving that off. Um, I got Drake. You and the Six. That's really a fire song, bro. Yeah. Um, I got Respect. Uh, Notorious B.I.G. And I definitely everyday struggle. No, because uh, I was thinking about the line uh, contemplating where I fell because all the money I, I stacked was all the money for Bell, and nobody listened to the Ten Car Commandments or that song because y'all be going to jail and just be in chalk. But uh, Escape from L.A. by the weekend also that was on my shit. Great song. Uh, you could put it on there. Ribbon and Sky by Rod Wave. 
honorable mention. A raw wave song? What the fuck? A raw wave song made your list? Hey, Keith. Hey, Keith. You hear your man? I'm gonna stop fucking with you, son. Just like how you tell niggas to stop fucking with niggas. But you know, I listen. <laughs> I'm so fuck with you soon. Um, thank y'all for the support. We had a hundred followers on the page. We had a hundred followers on. We, we're gonna do a giveaway. Yeah, we do a giveaway. Could be something crazy. Crazy. Not crazy. No, we could do something normal. <laughs> fuck. Uh, yeah. So thank y'all for the support. Continue support. Um, we are. Man, I, I, I checked the numbers. I talked to somebody about our numbers. We're doing better than I expected us to do. Thank y'all so much. Like, comment, subscribe. Thank you for listening to the Five Suit Theory. It's your boy Sebs. Like Jesus. We out.